This is the Alpaca Podcast for all things alpaca. If you're an owner, a soon-to-be owner, a want-to-be owner, or are just alpaca mad or love the fleece, welcome to the Alpaca Tribe. I'm Steve Hetherington. Hi, Steve here, and welcome to the podcast for alpaca people. I hope you're staying cool. I know that's an obsession I've got at the moment because I'm in a hot place, but hope things are going well with you generally, and the weather's been kind and not too onerous. Oh, goodness me, the, the heat. We're, we're in the middle of some stuff here in the UK with the hottest days, the hottest nights of all time. Uh, uh, since records began and all that kind of stuff, it's record breaking. And we make such a big fuss about these. Well, okay, it is a big thing, but in the UK, this is out of the norm for us. And I'm just aware that a lot of you, the norm is completely different and you have really hot weather all the time or a lot of the time. And these temperatures are fairly ordinary. <laughs> so I'm sorry for making a fuss, but there we go. Alpacas really make me smile. They make me very happy. And it's not just because they're doing kind of wacky things or crazy things or humorous things, but they're just really nice to be around. And But they do do, <laughs> they do, do some strange things. There are so many things about them that are very endearing, things that are just attractive. I love the way they look. I love the way they look at me. I mean, I like the way they look physically in terms of their shape and their movements and all the rest of it. And then their behaviors with the little swishes of the tail and the angles of the ears and the interaction with each other. I just love all of that. But also like the way that they look at me, that I can engage with them in a different kind of way. And of course, that applies to lots of things like dog, cat, dogs, cats, horses, significant others in your life as well. People, people. We can engage with people too. That's important. So they have all these things that are really endearing, that are really attractive. And they also got these things that they do, which is just really funny. I, I think so anyway. I think that they do things that are humorous. Um, tricky, isn't it? Don't, don't laugh at an alpaca, please. Please don't laugh at an alpaca. They don't like it. And this is true of people too. We can uh, laugh with them, of course, but don't laugh at them. And it's the same is true for people. I think the best kind of humor is clever and is witty and is smart and all those kind of things, but it's not nasty. It's not at the expense of other people. And there's a lot of that about. So let's not have any of that. No laughing at your alpacas, but do laugh with them. I was topping up the water yesterday. And making sure early morning, I thought I'm going to get hot and and disgustingly sweaty, um, moving all the the food and the buckets of water and all the kind of stuff that needed to be moved. And it was it was really pretty hot first thing in the morning. It was warm, and then it was getting. If you're in the sun, and there wasn't all that much movement of air, so if you're in the sun, you could start to feel this is going to be hot, and you get a little bit of reflection coming off the, the ground as well. I think mm, it's going to be a hot day. They did warn us. We did know they put warnings in place, amber and even a red warning. We weren't in the red warning, thankfully, but we were in a an amber warning. So I was topping up the water and 
what had I done? Oh, I'd, I'd, I'd taken the bucket away. I'd filled it up and moved it. I was filling a tank that had gone down. I thought, I thought there was loads of water there. They obviously had been using it, so it was empty. Just a little bit of dampness at the bottom, so that needed topping up. So I was carrying all these heavy buckets of, of water down there and filling it up. And uh, of course, some thought that was just for them. I'll get to that in a minute. But then there were others that were gathering around the... I, I just When I start doing things, it attracts their attention. And then they gather around whatever it is that I'm, I'm, I was doing. And I walked away with these buckets, came back with the empty ones. And there's Megan standing in the way. And she didn't feel very inclined to move. She was having a drink, thank you very much. So I, mean, I, I put the buckets down and started. And the, the hose was still going. And uh, I've got a length of time that I can leave the water running. Which bucket is going into the bucket or going into the trough? Okay, I've got X amount of time. And it's kind of internal time that I try and work to. <laughs> I'm not always right. And then I can rush to whatever I'm doing and I can come back again. Can I take a a, a wheelbarrow full of uh, of uh, alpaca poo when I've mucked out? Mm, all the way down and dump it in the pile and come back. I can if I am really direct and go straight, dump, come back. Very, and I walk smartish. If I'm dawdling at all or I get distracted or I have to do something extra, step in the, in the thing, I come back and the buckets overflow. So the water was still running. I'd managed to get back before it overflowed again, and I was just topping them up and just going and filling this this tank for the in the field. But in the stables, there's there's an empty bucket now. So <laughs> Megan thought that she needed to check this out, and she was trying to have a drink, but it was empty. And uh, I gave her a little spray with the. I was moving the hose, and I just gave her a little spray. Now I know from in the past that she quite likes water, and she's not averse to having <laughs> some water sprayed on her, but she. Yeah, they don't like the first touch. They kind of, oh, what are you doing to me? So I did a bit and then she thought, oh, that was quite nice. And then she she moved forward towards me and then she let me spray her all over. And she even, she lifted her neck and turned it <laughs> as I was spray, spraying the water on her, on her, on her whole body, but particularly on her neck. And she was kind of, oh no, over here a bit, please. Over, it was just, it was lovely. Uh, so funny. Um, so this was me laughing with her, not at her. And uh, she doesn't let me through to, to be very close to her normally. She kind of is around, but she <laughs> wants to keep a slight distance. I don't think she quite trusts me because I do I do things that uh, Sue doesn't. So Sue, my wife, she regularly, that's how she, Megan firstborn in the valley here. She's the one that my wife has a special relationship with. And Megan will come over whenever she goes into the field my wife goes into the field, the, the, the Megan will come over and they have a little nose-to-nose -nose little talk and, and Megan has a good old sniff around. She doesn't want fussing or petting. She just wants interaction. It's really interesting. In that. Mm. Different kind of set of rules, I think. So that was that was fun. So I was spraying it and I ended up and um, then she, she edged in a bit closer and then she sat down. <laughs> she sat down. So I'm, I've, she is soaking wet by now, top to toe you know, all over her back. And you could see it was the color of the fleece was changing. She's white, but the color of the fleece was changing where the water was kind of going and it's, it's short enough to get right through to the skin. And she just loved this. And she's sitting in a puddle anyway as well. Um, and then I ended up tipping some of the a bucket that didn't have too much water in. I then kind of poured that over her back as well. She really loved it. That was so. And do alpacas smile? Yes, they do. They do. Sometimes they look like they're smiling. Um, that's just the shape of their mouth. But there are other times and you go, yeah, this is an alpaca that's smiling. And she was really happy. She was definitely smiling. 
the others, no, 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 thank you very much. Oh, no, don't spray me, don't spray me. They, they danced around and they wouldn't come. They, they were kind of around, but they wouldn't <laughs> come within reach. They didn't want to be having this water poured on them, thank you very much. So uh, I then tucked, topped up these buckets again. I hadn't finished filling the tank. So I got distracted by Megan. So I had to go back and fill this tank and uh, another couple of bucketfuls. So that'd probably be enough. Went down there. As Alice, she loves the water. She will. She steps into the bucket, uh, not the bucket, the, the tank. She steps in the bucket as well. But she steps into the tank, front legs, and then back legs follow it. And then she sits down. <laughs> Do you think that's funny? I think that's really funny. And and she seems to really like it. So I'm not laughing at her, kind of. It's a difficult it's a difficult line, that one, isn't it? Was I laughing at her or laughing with I thought it was really funny anyway. And she seemed to be really enjoying herself. So this time she hadn't climbed into the tank, but she had a had a, a little look around and a little dip of her foot. So um, oh, I had a bucket of water in my hand, so I, I poured her. She turned away from me, but I told her, poured a little bit on her back, and she, oh, oh what's that, what's that? And then she thought, oh, that was quite nice, actually. So she stood there and let me pour the rest of the water all over her back. And, she, and there's something, what do they do? They lift their heads and... And just stand, they just stand a little bit taller and a little bit, and it was cool. And it triggers this pouring the water. The same same thing happened with 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 Megan. It triggers a response, a physical response, of putting stretching out with the the front foot, front leg, and stretching out and kind of pouring. So it's really interesting, uh, um, like they're pouring. So I mean, Megan was doing that and was pulling the bucket towards it, but it was an empty bucket. It, it wasn't. But that was that. And when I sprayed the water, that's that's physically what she was doing, even though she wasn't contacting anything, but she was reaching out. And then Alice did exactly the same. And so I, I ended up pulling some of the water troughs. Okay, so they get full of mud and goodness knows what, because they stand in them and they tip them over and all that. So, so some of the food troughs I'd been filling up with putting some water in. So at least there was a. <laughs> supply of water. They're not deep enough to go wading in or paddling in. So they just kind of use them for drinking, which is what they're intended for. So plenty of water around. Some of it got tipped over. I had to fill them up again. That's okay. That's the nature of this. And once once the ones who who do the tipping had kind of sated themselves, they'd had as much as they needed or they tipped enough water over that they were satisfied and wandered off. Then the others who needed the drink <laughs> were able to get to the water. And this morning I uh, went down and there was loads of water there. They hadn't tipped the buckets or things. So that was good to see. So that was really fun. And I've got a video. I'll share a video on the website. So go take a look at the website. There'll be a little video clip on there. And this is Millie. Millie's got a different, Millie the matriarch. She's got a different technique. She'll get the bucket, but she'll, she'll then thrash down into the water. She'll splash her foot down into the water and splash her body. <laughs> it's very clever. Uh, I'm always amazed at Millie. She's quite, she's a real bright spark. She's, she's an old lady these days, but she has definites, definite things that she wants to do, definite things that she does do. And when she was nursing some of the, the careers, she would go, if they hadn't been up, stood up and had some milk, uh, I guess she knew from the pressure of the buildup of milk. Gee, they, they haven't. They need some milk. So she would go and she would stick her nose under the back end and hoist them, <laughs> sort of lift them up till they were standing. And then uh, sometimes, if they were just sat down, they wouldn't get they wouldn't get up. She'd actually put her foot on them and, and kind of pull at them with her front foot. <laughs> get up, and then she'd nudge them and send them around that way, <laughs> nudge them around to the get to the milk. 
very interesting behaviors, quite distinct to her. A uh, little bit of signs of some of those things are certainly making themselves available for feeding and that kind of stuff. Uh, but slightly different, but definite. You need to eat. Just hoist to the, <laughs> the feet, nudge them around the back. Uh, and that's that's Millie for you. She's she's distinct, distinct in her behaviours. Uh, number of times that she she threatens to spit at me just because I moved slightly too quick towards her. But she's she's a delight. And and if we do have man managed to have a chance, <laughs> I've still got to be stood farther off away. But if I stand and just kind of look at her and talk with her and stuff, then she she's very alert and kind of engaging with me in that. But if I'm a little bit too close, she still feels, I'm talking to her, but she feels like it's a threat of some kind. And so she, you can hear the sound and you, oh, she's getting ready to spit at me. So don't, don't, don't engage eye to eye. But uh, yeah, no, she, she does like to be around and like, I don't think she dislikes me being around. But it's on her terms always. So that was, that was interesting. But you got to read the signs. Um, hmm. Food is an interesting thing. Lily, she really likes. She comes into the, she comes into the tack room when I'm filling up, and that's that's really quite interesting. She likes to steal the food, or well, help herself to the food. So if there's a bucket open uh, that I've kind of not too close to, or even if I'm I'm putting them into a small, I'm taking out the the big bucket and putting it the the smaller ones to be able to to dispense it. Um, if I put a scoop into one of these lower trug ones, they're not, they're not too tall, so that's because the the head is then ex the eye rather is when they put the head down, the head is um, not right in a bucket. It's just select spot. So I find those really helpful, and I put it in the food into one of those, and then she will pinch a mouthful. <laughs> she's so pleased with herself. It's really funny. You can see the the body language. She's really pleased with it. She's she's the, the stolen food always tastes sweeter. Didn't you know that? Ah, oh, certainly is true for alpacas. So she'll stick out, and if I, I I put the bin in the way, and she can't get to the food, and while I'm scooping it out into to a book, she'll help herself to the second best. I know, but she'll help herself to the uh, the chopped alfalfa. <laughs> She she wants to be able to feel like she's taking something. And if I go out, she's not in the in the tech room. I've got my full buckets. So I go out and I'm sort of she'll sneak in there she, regularly. She's in there when I go back to 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 load up again. And she's she's gone in, she's helping herself. And then I kind of come up behind her. So I'm now I'm now <laughs> blocking her exit. But she does reverse. She reverses out. Some of them can't reverse, they have to turn around. Amelia. She like she'll come in sometimes and she'll help herself, but uh, she can't do reverse. She has to turn around and come out, and she's all kind of and and she's got a. <laughs> it's not aggressive. She stands up a bit taller. She's a small, compact alpaca, and she's she's an older girl as well. So, but she stands up a bit and she'll push her way out. But she she bristles <laughs> and bustles. Oh, she is funny. So they're, they're, they're sorry. but it, whenever you put stuff down, they think it's for them. Do you know, I, I sometimes I've I've moved hay, and uh, I put it down in the car park, ready to go up to the alpacas are on the on the terraces, the ones that were being weaned, not the current ones. They just we did manage to get them separated, and the the little boys are now on their own. Ooh. They're doing all right. They're doing really well, actually. Three boys in a field, and the mums haven't been to see them, but there we are. It's hard, isn't it? Oh dear. But anyway, so I put the food down in a bag full of hay, which I was halfway. I got had to go and do something else, and then came back and 
found this bag that was meant to go up on the terraces. There's like 10, 12 alpacas all around it, all trying to get their head into this thing and, and have the, for some reason, this is much more attractive than the hay in the hay feeder. What are they? Uh, I don't know what it is, but been clearing some weeds, so dock leaves and various other things, thistles, and made piles to collect later, kind of whiz past with a tractor and just, just throw them in the back. <laughs> and they think, they think I'm collecting stuff and making a pile for them. What is that about? So they they then play around with it. They have a little taste. They do eat some of it as well. and then But they're spreading it around. I'm sorry, this is my neat pile and you're just trashing it. You're moving it around. You're dragging things around and making a mess. Really funny. So piles of weeds. They think it's for them. You got to read the signs. I mean, they, they don't necessarily understand what's going on. They don't understand exactly what's happening. Um, even if your intention, okay, it's a difference between intention and impact. The intention was, I saw there was one of the big flies. I was trying to catch it, big horse fly, trying to stop it biting them. I don't think that's a good thing to, to be bitten by a horse fly. And I'm sure they don't, judging by the way they react, they don't think so either. Because I was intently looking all around and, and moving my head and moving my body and I'm trying to position myself to grab this thing. Um, they got a bit twitchy because they thought I was after them. <laughs> so I was hunting flies, but they thought I was hunting alpacas. And they don't understand necessarily. They don't read the signs. and quite. So um, I've got one in my hand in a photograph. I'll show you what these big horse flies look like. Okay, I know you've got bigger flies where you are, but these, these are the biggest ones we get. <laughs> and they're nasty things. And then, then spraying them with fly repellent. They don't like that either. I'm sorry, this is really good for you. It'll help you. It'll keep the flies away. Nope, sorry, don't want to be sprayed. <laughs> so they don't understand the detail of the intent, but they can understand something of the intent behind what we do. And I think that's one of the reasons that they will dodge out of the way immediately because you're trying to grab this fly off their back. But they don't run away and hide from you. They just kind of move out of two arms length distance. So they're out of reach. And but they'll still stare and they're a bit kind of curious. What what are you doing? What what was that for? What was that about? And you can see there's this kind of look on the, the face. They're they're engaging with what I'm doing. But they're not necessarily getting the intent behind it. And they're not necessarily getting the joke. They don't understand why nothing's funny about the flies. That wasn't what I was meaning, but the earlier stuff. But I think alpacas like to have fun. They do um, have, you know, they do things. They pull it, pull it ropes and various other things. Um, so what little games have you found yourself playing with the alpacas? What is, what's the things that you can maybe explore interaction with them, having a bit of fun? It's worth thinking about. Of course, you can go the extent of training them to walk on a lead and then walking them through in a little obstacle course, stepping over and under and all that kind of stuff. That Those kind of things can be really good. I mean, they, they do like the stimulation of that, but that can be really good for, for training them to be used to things that they might encounter which are not normal. Here's something across that they have to step across or step on. Uh, what about loading them up in a horse box or a, a, you know, a trailer to move them? Um, that kind of thing that can be really useful for them to get used to unusual things. And, and you can make a, something of a game of it or a, a, a positive experience. It's not just a trauma with these things. So spend time with them if you can and have fun. Think about how to enrich their life 
and enrich your own in the process. So if you can, go spend some time with an alpaca and stay cool if you can. <laughs> the weather's about to change. So we've had the hottest day. It's going to go cooler again into be normal temperatures, which I think, still think is too hot, but there we are. So thanks for being here. Really appreciate you. Take care. Bye for now. This is the Alpaca Tribe, and I'm Steve Hetherington. Have a great day.